0: It's a new day, church. It's time for a new church. Got to do some radical things (laughs) today. In reading and listening to some of the things I'm hearing today from the denomination should have heard many years ago. <laughs> but a weight's been lifted. A weight's been lifted. things obsessing over the people and see the people that are not there bring new people in God says those who are with me will follow your lead Because I sent you to lead them. Fear not, for I am with you. The word is that we don't even have to depend on officers of the church anymore. If that had been successful, we wouldn't be in the mess we are in now. I'm to discern just a group of people in our midst who will be called a leadership team, those who will follow the vision that God has given the past to take the church to the next level. No more fussing and just get some people who will do the work that God has called us to do. It's a critical time. It's a critical time. But I'm excited about what going to do but the right people filled with the power of the Holy Spirit there is nothing too hard for God I just don't want to fail him We'll find others who feel the way I do and say we just don't want to fail. Him, him, him. It's not about us. It's all about him. who want to be filled. You're a gentleman. You won't fill us if we don't want to be filled. The Bible says we must receive good God. We must receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Have your way now, Holy Spirit. we feel your presence we we know you're here please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight o oh lord for you are my strength and you are my In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the name of Jesus, I pray it. Let the church say amen. Oh, give the Lord a hand praise. He's worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's worthy to be praised. Come with us now to the book of Acts. We will be getting ready for Pentecost coming up, but everything is preparing for that. And some would call the Book of Acts the Book of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. 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 During this Memorial weekend, in terms of where we are, In the Bible, we call this week the week that Jesus ascended back. This is Ascension Sunday. Next week will be another Ascension Sunday as we celebrate the Jesus who went back to heaven to sit at the right hand of God. Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 11. Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 11. If you're ready to hear the word and you're able, we ask you to stand out of reverence. Reverence, the word of God for God's holy word. And to listen now for the word of the Lord. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this time the time when you will restore the kingdom of Israel? And he replied. It's not for you to know the time or periods that the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth." Not just Bacoima. And when he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was gone and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. And then they said, people of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Smile at your neighbor and say, neighbor. What goes up? must come down. down. Mm, mm, mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What goes up must come down. As I mentioned before, beloved, during this week we will be studying the ascension of Jesus. You remember his activity on the earth when he walked and talked with us in the flesh, you remember his birth and all of the miraculous things he did, you remember the miracles and the wonders, and you remember how he was beaten and and bled and died on an old rugged cross for our sins and then rose from the dead. and walked and talked with his disciples after rising from the dead for 40 days. Well, now we're going to put our attention on the day after the 40. You remember they were doubting that he really came back to life? Well, he showed them 40 days that he was real and had come back to life. But now, God's doing something else with Jesus. And we're going to put our attention on the fact that our Lord and Savior was about to leave earth, going to heaven to sit at the right hand of God the Father. And we call that event the ascension, the rising up, of the Lord. You know, beloved, the law of gravity dictates that what goes up, what? must come down. (laughs) You know, you throw an object into the sky and before long it returns to the ground. As a young child, I thought I was always amazed at how you could throw different objects up and they come down at a different level. You throw a feather up, comes down differently than if you throw a dime up. Somebody say amen. You throw a ball up, comes down a little differently than a rock. If you throw a rock up, you better get out of the way because the rock might hit you in the head. It comes back so fast. What goes up must come down. down. But Jesus' ascension, his ascension, his going up, his traveling to heaven defiled the law of of gravity. The Bible says that, that he went up and he did not come down. The Bible says that Jesus went up and stayed up. He stayed up in heaven, the the crowd watched him go up and they waited for him to to come back down. They they assumed that the law of gravity would apply to Jesus as it applied to to everything else. They had never seen someone or something go up and not come down. So the Apostle Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 6, that there were more than 500 people present at the ascension event. And so we can assume that they and all the other disciples came together because Jesus called them together. Jesus apparently, you know, he planned this specific occasion. He, he wanted them present for his final command before he ascended back to heaven. And so they gathered, perhaps on a mountaintop or in a valley, I don't know. And when Jesus appeared among them, they must have been ecstatic. Now I know we get ecstatic when certain people are on stage in front of us. Somebody say, Amen. We pay big money to see people, we, we gather in places all but the church today in great numbers. Somebody say amen. 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 They must have been so happy. Can you imagine seeing our risen Savior alive? Oh, listen to me. In my mind, so I can just visualize how, how difficult it must have been to calm them all down. We, we have to get people in the church riled up. but. When you go somewhere, sometimes you have to be calmed down. You know, you see stars on stage, and they go, "Okay, just sit down, sit down, sit down. I, I, I have to claim that Jesus called them to give them his final instructions. And what was the purpose of those instructions? They were to affirm Jesus's divine nature as God. You see, many people, because he appeared as a human, uh, kind of forgot that he was also God. Truly God, truly human. We are made in the image, so we merely God and merely human. Jesus was truly God and truly human. And many times when you see somebody that looks just like you, that has pain and all, they wanted to reduce Jesus to only human. But Jesus wanted them to know that he was divine and holy and all power. Because when you call the name of Jesus, you're calling the name of God the Father, you're calling the name of the Holy Spirit, three in one, the Trinity. Well, that doesn't make sense to us. It's not supposed to, it's a mystery. It's something we don't have to explain with our little intellectual minds. It's a mystery that you take by faith And faith believes Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And so Jesus just talked about his divinity in three words, in three ways in our scripture. First, Jesus promised the kingdom. Now, now, man can't do that. He can't promise you the kingdom of God. Uh, But Jesus could because he is God. And can you picture the scene? There were over 500 disciples standing in some remote spot surrounded by our Savior, Jesus the Christ. And one of the disciples asked Jesus a revealing question. He said, Lord, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? People always want to be in his business. He, He wanted to know if that was The reason Jesus had called everyone together, beloved, he he asked because in his worldly mind, he remembered that Jesus said he was going to destroy the evil in the world and raise up the kingdom of God as it is in heaven, so it is on earth. And they wanted Jesus to then restore the Jewish power. Keeping him human, keeping him human. They wanted Jesus to free them from Roman rule. They wanted Jesus to lead them not into temptation, but deliver them from evil in the world. And they didn't want to wait. They wanted Jesus to take back what had been stolen from them. they like the Native Americans. Give me my land back. Jesus, make them give us our land back. It was ours. They like African-Americans. We want our reparations. Jesus, we want some justice. Make that happen. Make the people give back what they took from us. The child of God, make no mistake about it. Now, make no mistake about it. Let me know. Jesus is going. To set up his kingdom on the earth. He's here already in the hearts and minds of those who believe in him, but there is more to come. Jesus will rule and reign on earth. Look at your neighbor say, in God's time. In God's time. So Jesus rebuked the apostles' questioning, him, saying, It's not for you to even know the time on the period that the Father has set for his own authority. The Father has put the time in his own power. It's interesting that we don't give God credit for doing things. We never ask the question, God, what are you doing today? God, where do you feel we fail today? God, what are you saying to the world today? Have you watched the weather all over? The country this week, whole folk would have said, God, what you up to, God? No one who controls the weather. See, God was real to them. So they, they kept God on their mind. And so Jesus is saying, listen, it's not for you to know the time. The Father has put in his own power. In other words, we need to learn to leave God to his work and worry about our own work. Somebody say amen, amen because it makes sense to focus. It doesn't make sense to focus on stuff that's going to come when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing today. Setting dates and making plans for our exit-making, exact plans for the end of time. That type of foolishness has been tried before. It has always ended in embarrassment and the being wrong. People set the date for when the world going to end. Don't nobody know that. But God, well, we know it will happen, that's all we need to know. We know it it will happen, and we know that we ought to be ready, not just be ready every day until he comes. We need to be ready every minute, every second of every day until the day comes, because it is coming. In the meantime, look at your neighbor and say, we need to be working today. Second, Jesus affirmed his own definitive by assigning each believer a job. Don't don't spend your time. Worrying about what somebody else is doing. Make sure you're just doing your your job. Every Christian has a God-assigned job to do in the building up of the kingdom of Almighty God. Each believer has a great task, a job to do, and giving him or her the tool to do it is up to god god will not give you something to do that he wants see that you are able to do it Amen. listen to what jesus told 500 people they call it the great commission and it's kind of worded different but it's the same thing it's all through the bible go and make disciples of Jesus Christ. And the one thing that churches in America have failed to do is the Great Commission to go and make disciples of Jesus Christ. Now, if we haven't done that, we ought to be bowing before God and say, God, we are so sorry, forgive us closing the door and making your church a little club. Forgive us God. Give us another chance to do what you commanded us to do which is to go and make disciples of Jesus Christ. Listen to what he told them. But you will receive, he said. I said go and make disciples but I'm going to fix it where you're going to be able to do that. You can't do that on your own. Don't think you can. That's what's wrong. It's been all about you. No, you can't do that on your own. Don't nobody in the world today want to come in a church that's about the people in the church. That's what they come for no more. They don't care what your name is. They really don't. They don't care if I call their names. That's not what they come for today. They don't care if you see them. They don't care if I see them. That's not Why people come to church? People come to church to praise God, to focus on God, to learn God's word, to reverence God's word. That's what people come to church for, to praise God. And then to be filled for the next week with the power of the Holy Spirit. And so God says, I'm telling you to go, but you, but while I'm I'm going now, going, I'm just getting ready to go back to my father, but I'm not gonna leave you alone now, and I'm not gonna leave you powerless unless you choose so to be. And so he says, let me tell you the only tool you need, the only tool you need for people to come to my house is the power of the Holy Spirit. He said so, but you, you, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And then you will be my witnesses. You're going to go out and tell somebody the good news of Jesus Christ. How many of us even bring God up into conversation during the week? How many of us talk to people on the street or in the grocery store at the mall and witness your faith in Jesus? He said, after you have been filled with the Holy Spirit, there is this sign that will let me know that you have the Holy Ghost. Do, do I know people with the Holy Ghost? I do. I do. And I love people with the Holy Ghost because I like to be around them hoping I will get more Holy Ghost for myself. In fact, I, I'm not impressed with anybody other than people with the Holy Spirit of God. He said, and you will be my witnesses when you get filled in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. The church is no longer a community church. That's the reality, no longer community church. We are regional churches. Churches that are growing, have people coming from all over. That's a fact. Beloved, have you ever tried to use your fingernail as a screwdriver? (laughs) I know some of y'all just have thought of it. Since you paid all that money to get your nails done like pastor because I like my nails done, too. And so you're not going to use those nails as a screwdriver. In fact, if you try one of my breaking, you haven't had pain like having your nails breaking. If you have, then you know how important it is to have the proper tool for a job. The proper tool for a job. It would be an insult. For me to come on your job and tell you the tools you need for your job. Amen. But I'm going to tell you the tools we all need for this job. The upbuilding of God's kingdom here on earth. The tool we need here is the Holy Spirit. Jesus proved his God power and his divinity by promising to equip his believers with the power of the Holy Spirit, the essential tool for effective witnesses. You know why? Because because he had given them an assignment, and the only tool they would need to complete the task and the job and the assignment was the power, the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't know how many churches you've been in, but I've been in hundreds of churches. It's my job. And there there are some, I'm going to tell you, when you get to the door, the people are so filled with the power of the Holy Spirit that you could feel it. You could feel it from the greeters. You could feel it. When you came in, you could feel it when the choir sang. You could feel it. You could feel the spirit of God. Feel him, feel him, feel him. Our world, our local community, the surrounding cities, black, brown, red, yellow, white, are just dying starving to be fed the word of God. Committing suicide and depressed. No joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Because the church has not witnessed to them about a God who is able to do all Things well. Oh, we we talk and we talk about our lack of ability and our our time and our outside interests and and um taking up time uh, from what we want to do to give it to the church because we refuse to let the power of the Holy Spirit take over with within us. The Bible says, "Not by might, not by power." about human might and human power. But by my spirit, says the Lord. So some of us don't want the spirit because the devil has told us the spirit will make us act funny. But the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The spirit will empower you to do what you ought to be doing. That's what the spirit does. The spirit takes your fear away. That's what the spirit does. The spirit gives you a a strength you never had before. That's what the spirit does. The spirit gives you a joy that you never experienced before. That's what the the spirit does. The spirit releases you from all the mess, and especially the release of what somebody going to think if you get happy in God's church. Because if I get happy, I don't care what you think, because you don't know, like I know, what the Lord has done for me. Look at your neighbor say, We need the power Power. of the Holy Holy Spirit. We need to stop tripping in God's church. We need to be able to do it because God said do it and that's it. Period. Yes. love to search the New Testament after the ascension of Jesus back to his father in heaven and you will not find a single disciple discussing or desiring earthly power. Because once they had experienced the coming of God's Spirit into their very heart, into their very being. They never again desired any other kind or type of power. Because there's nothing like the power of God's Holy Spirit. You see, when the indwelling, what lives in your soul, when the indwelling of the Holy Spirit comes, knew that they had reached the summit, the supreme experience of their lives, and they would never crave anything else again. I said, crave him, crave him. Oh, Lord, I just want more of you. Lord fill me to overflowing with your spirit. I was just having so many crazies the last few weeks that I always go to God and say, God, what 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 am I doing? It's not giving me no peace. And what what? What is it, God, that I just find myself kinda depressed, upset, tired of the same old stuff. Just tired. And the Lord said to me, first thing you got to do is stop obsessing over yourself. Stop obsessing over what people do. Stop obsessing. Or the church that belongs to me. Preacher, Pastor, you got to learn to let it go and let God. If you want to go to another level, you got to spend some more time with me. You got to get some. Rest, because you only are human. (laughs) You got to just crave my word. Feel it. Chew on it. Experience it. And obsess, God says, over me. Obsess over me. And I promise you, you'll find a peace that passes all understanding and a joy that is unspeakable. I'm so glad that I'm crazy enough to listen to the Lord. So glad that I know how to put people aside and focus on God. That I know how to put Lydia out of the way and focus on God. Listen, I will take the Holy Spirit over all things or people. Any day. I said, Lord, I know where I was last week. I'm so happy today. Ha! Huh? Because you did what I told you to do. <laughs> and when you do what God says do. You have a new way of walking, and a new way of talking, and a new way of seeing, and a new way of living. I wouldn't trade the Holy Spirit for anything, because with God's Spirit dwelling inside of me, I can conquer any enemy. I can silence any credit. I can remove any stumbling block, and achieve any goal that God has given me to do with the power of the Holy Spirit. While others are stumbling around in the dark trying to please themselves, other people, I prefer to focus on my Holy Spirit equipment energy on pleasing God. Yes, yes. While others want to, to show off, off I, I just want to show off God. God. I have an assignment. I have a mission, but it's not only mine. You have an assignment too. Do you have a, a mission? All believers have been given a Holy Ghost job to do. If you're a Christian, then our mission is to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lastly, Jesus affirmed his deity. Say, y'all want to know if I'm God?
1: Let me show you again.
0: By ascending to heaven right before the disciples' eyes. Verse 9 in the Bible says, and when he had said all of this, and they were watching, he was lifted up and a cloud Right, the 500 stood there gazing up into the heavens, watching Jesus float up and disappear. You know, God is an amazing God. Well, Luke, the physician, summed it up, Matthew Luke 12, 35 through 38 of the living living testimony writes, be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. That's a word to the church today. As though you were waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you'll be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth, the Bible says, he himself will seat them he'll put on an apron and serve them as they sit and eat himself. Oh, he may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Glory to God. Look at the neighbor and say, are you ready, neighbor? Well, here's the good news, beloved. Jesus went up, but he's coming down. Because what goes up must come down. Oh, beloved. Jesus ascended into heaven. But he will return. Our Savior and Lord has never failed to fulfill one single promise. And he will not fail to fulfill this one either. He will. Return. Love it, 2,000 years ago, he came as a baby. When he returns, he'll come as a king. Oh Lord, have mercy. Ha, <laughs> ah, when he comes, he when he came at first, he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. But when he returns, he'll be robed in royals. I said when he came, he was meek and lowly. But when he returns, he'll be high and lifted up. <laughs> when he came, he was crying with with thorns, but when he returns he'll be crowned in glory. When he came, he was despised and rejected. Oh, but when he returns, oh, but when he returns, he'll be the fairest of 10,000. How different it will be the second time around. Child of God, do you believe that? Do you believe one day Jesus is coming? Do you believe that the kingdom of God will rise? Do you you believe that when we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, we will become witnesses? Glory to God. Tell your neighbors. I believe all that. Well, of course, of course you do, of course you do, of course you do, of course you do, because what goes up must come down. Jesus will come back again. Don't fool yourself. And you need to be worried about where he's gonna find you because Jesus Not me, or your friends, or your cousins, or... Jesus will have the last word. Jesus. Obsessed over Jesus. And while we wait, we work. And we eagerly take the gospel of the good news into the world because, as the songwriter says, I don't know why people don't like to talk about God anymore. But we as a church, we are not ashamed. And stuff I have behind my name. I, I got them just for people who had the same letters and stuff to know that even with that, it ain't nothing more important than my being able to express the gospel of Jesus Christ. You don't need no schooling to do that. <laughs> you just need some faith. You need an open heart. You need to be teachable. Because nothing else will impress God but God. (laughs) How well do you know him? How well do you long for him? How much do you reveal? His holy word. I'm just not ashamed of the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is, it is, Watch what God, God is doing, doing now. You know, God, God, God think we're going <laughs> to lift up somebody who got a lot of stuff uh, been in a lot of school, but that ain't who God showing himself through. Did you miss it? Did you miss it that God went to the ghetto? Did you miss it? And picked an ex-gangster? Jesus. Don't get it twisted. God will take young people who've never been inside a church. But they all know how Jesus acts. They all know that Jesus took care. Of the least, and they all knew that Jesus eat with sinners, they all knew that Jesus loved the hood. They all know that Jesus gave back, they all know that Jesus was generous. They all know that Jesus loved his people. And then they know that he gave his life. Don't tell me what God won't do. He'll raise you up from any area of life. He decides to raise you up. He'll raise up who he wants to raise up. People come to me talking about Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle. I said, you know why they didn't call your name? You in the church? Why ain't I saying Christians acted like Jesus? I ain't mad. I thank God for whatever he's doing. What can I learn from the life of a young man that globally, globally people grieved over? What did he have? It's a church, doesn't it? How many people gonna be at my funeral or your funeral? I understand that people from all over the world are still coming. That's an anointing of God. I want the young people to know that no matter who they were, where they've been, what they did, God will save you and turn you around and put your feet on solid ground. God will do what he did to confine, to confound the holy righteous. Those of us
1: who've been in church and looked down on the Nipsies.
0: Don't play God like that. God uses who he wants to use. In ways that God wants to use them. And if they say that that young man reminds them of how Jesus was and they ain't even been in the church, but they know how Jesus was. then praise God, I'm not in your way, God, I ain't got God it twisted. I see what you're doing, I see what you're doing. You saying to the church, y'all don't wanna be like me? That's fine, I don't need you, church. You need me. I always find somebody to imitate me. I always find somebody to walk like me. I always Find somebody. Don't hate, appreciate. It's a new day. As the church fails, God will raise up who He wants to raise up. Because God will never fail. I just want to be on God's side. I want to be on the side of the winner. I want to be more like God. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. What about you? These are critical times. What goes up, up, will come down. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Good news, that Jesus comes to save, heal, restore, renew. That's Jesus. He said, I didn't come for the righteous, I came for the sin. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man is to my day but by me. So say, God.